Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends. Post this on social media and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to our Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most. And spread the message of Evangelism on Fire forward. I'm Jerry Howard with E4 Leadership and Business Coaching. Have you ever wondered why you can't get close to your employees or they'll start slacking off? Have you ever wondered why people just won't do their job? Well, at E4 Leadership and Business Coaching, we are change agents. We drive culture shifts by implementing a language of leadership that bridges the gap between carpet people, also known as leadership, and where the rubber meets the road. If you got interest in speaking with us, check out our website at Ephesians4U.com. That's Ephesians, like in the Bible, the number four, the letter U.com. I look forward to speaking with you. Sometimes in life we're motivated. Things happen. You see things that encourage you along the way. And that's exactly what this podcast is going to be about. Last week I was encouraged because I, I'm part of a group called the Evangelism on Fire podcast. And the creator of that podcast was going on a trip and he set himself a goal to share the gospel. And I followed him on this trip along the way. I watched what he did and I was encouraged every single day to see what he was doing because he's doing exactly what I want to do. He's doing exactly uh, what I want to also encourage people to do. So that's exactly what we're going to have today is an interview with Pastor Mark Thomas with the Evangelism on Fire podcast, and he's going to be sharing his trip with us. And I'm so excited for this to happen. So everybody want to welcome you. I'm Philip, Christian and creator of the Red Word Exchange podcast. I just want to welcome you and I want to welcome Mark. Mark. Philip, what's going on, my brother? I'm happy to be here today with you. Appreciate you coming on. Hey, it's an honor, and I want to thank you so much. I'm a regular listener of Red Word Exchange podcast. I love your podcast, and I am so honored to be on you know today's episode with you. So thank you so much for having me. I want to honor you for what you're doing with your podcast and honor you with being the pastor of your church and all the great things you're doing for Jesus, man. I mean, I, I really acknowledge you for that, and I appreciate you. Well, I, I said a few things, but I, I want to give you an opportunity to just, uh, so that the listeners out there feel like they know you a little better. Would you like to say just a few things about yourself before we get started? Sure. Yeah. My name is Mark Thomas. As Philip mentioned, 
I'm the uh, host and creator of Evangelism on Fire podcast. And that podcast exists to empower and coach Christians to live their most exciting life that they can possibly live by actively sharing their faith in Jesus with others as a lifestyle. I'm a pastor of an amazing church here in Richmond, Virginia called Thrive Church. I'm our campus pastor at our Richmond City campus location. I did not grow up as a Christian. I had wonderful parents. They were not godly parents. And I did not get saved until I was 31 years old, living in Las Vegas, Nevada, drugged out, nearly died of a drug overdose, my third drug overdose. Jesus saved me in a miraculous way. And I knew at that moment he kept me alive to live for him. And that's what I do. I live every day for Jesus on fire, taking the gospel message to people like he brought to me when I was down in the deepest despair, the roughest point of my entire life. So that's a little bit, that's a summary about me. And it's an honor to be here today. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm glad that you shared that. I just in our in our first conversation, I, I was just blessed to hear what God had done in your life. And I was hoping you would you would give that to the to the audience today. So, all right, well, we I want to get to the stories. I want to get to what inspired and encouraged me. So I, I'm, I'm going to get out of the way. I mean, this is about this is about you and about what God uh, worked through you on this trip. So if you would uh, go ahead and get started, share with us kind of the beginning and uh, take us on this journey. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So I had a what's called a general conference for my conference that I am. I'm in with my church. Now, I live in Richmond, Virginia. The conference was in it was last week. It was in Jacksonville, Florida. So I knew I was going to be driving from Richmond, Virginia to Jacksonville, Florida. So as soon as I found that out, the Lord dropped in my spirit. Hey, one of your daily proclamations and declarations over yourself is today I will share Christ with at least one person. So I do that on a regular basis here in my hometown. So it only made sense that when I was going to hit the road to Jacksonville, Florida, to share the gospel message with someone in each one of those states that I was going to be driving through. Yeah. So I thought, hey, how cool would that road trip be stopping in every state and sharing the gospel message with someone? So I committed to that. Before I left home, I started praying that God would line up the people that he wants me to share the gospel message with. And I pray that God would send someone who is not resistant to the gospel, who is ready to hear the gospel, who is ready to make that decision. And Philip, the road trip began, man. That's that's awesome. And what I love about that, when I first read that that was that you were going to do that, I thought, you know, that's a that's going beyond. That's kind of breaking out of the mold. That's being on purpose. And I thought, you know, you're not you're going for a conference, but on the way you have a goal. And so that's awesome. That's what caught my eye on your post there when you were doing that. So I think that's awesome and a good word for the audience today. You know, just because you're going for one reason doesn't mean that you can't have that purpose. That's right. That's right. And you know what? I truly believe this, Philip. And I know one thing about you. You believe this too. Everywhere our feet are, that's where we are to share the gospel message. That's awesome. This morning I was in Romans and said, how beautiful are the feet. 
That's awesome. Mm. That was in my devotion this morning. There it is. Yeah, absolutely. So I began my trip and the first person that I had the opportunity to witness to was in South Carolina. All right. So I drove and listen to this. I drove all the way from Richmond, Virginia, South Carolina, stopped and I stopped at this place called Love's and I went to go fuel up my ride. And when I pulled up to the gas station, I looked to my immediate left at the, the, the gas pump right next to me. And it happened to be my executive pastor, the church that I work at. Now, I know we're going to the same place, but we left Virginia. We ended up at gas at a gas pump right next to one another. I just thought that was kind of crazy to begin the trip, right? Timing. <laughs> the timing. So that was interested. And then uh, he says, hey, man, what are you doing? And I said, you know, I'm on this soul winning outreach evangelistic four state tour. And then this woman heard and she said, you know what? That's the best state. She was in the next pump, the pump ahead of us. And she said, that's the best thing you can do as you're traveling through the states. And, I, you know, I got to meet her. Her name was Terry. She was a believer, a strong believer. Turns out that her husband had passed away in September, this past September. And we got to speaking to one another and I learned more about her life. And she told me she'd be praying for me as I go share the gospel. And I said, yeah, pray, pray for me. I need your prayers. So I go in. It's a road trip, brother. So I got to go in. I've got to get some water. I got to get some snacks. Mm -hmm. And then I grab what I need, what I want. And I stand in line. Well, listen to this. There's this guy standing in line in front of me. And the line is held up. Mm-hmm. He's trying to buy a lottery ticket, okay? Right. And for some reason, the machine is broken. Mm-hmm. And he looks back at me and he says, you know what? I'm sorry to be holding you up. There's a long line behind me at this time, right? People getting agitated. You know what I thought, Philip? Right. I thought the lotto ticket machine is broken, but he can hit the lotto today. That's right. A real lotto. A real. <laughs> you said it, man. A real lotto. So I asked him, I said, hey, man, I said, can you wait for me right outside? I want to ask you a question. Do you have five minutes? And he said, sure. He waited for me. I went out after I paid for my items. I went out. I said, what's your name? He said, Carrie. I said, Carrie, I want to introduce myself. My name is Mark. And I asked him this question. I said, hey, that lotto machine's not working. You couldn't get your lottery ticket. But if you had the chance to win the lotto, would you would you want to win that chance? And he said, well, you just saw the machines not working. So how am I going to win the lotto? I said, man, I am so glad you asked that question. Man, that's awesome. How you I love how you did that. That's awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So and I looked at him and I could tell he was a straightforward guy. And I said, hey, Carrie, you know what? I can tell you're a straightforward guy. So I'm going to ask you the big question. And I'm going to give it to you straightforward because you're that type of dude. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, what's the big question? I said, are you ready for it, Carrie? He said, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I said, man, if you were to die at this very moment, do you know what would happen to you? He said, no. He said, I said, well, do you do you ever think about that? And he said, well, occasionally I think about that. And I said, you know what? I said, these are things that most people don't think about on a regular basis. That's why I'm asking you the big question. And I asked him, so what do you think would happen to you if you were, I said, what what if I was talking to you right now, Carrie, and you just hypothetically, you just fell out and you're dead, man. And I'm looking down and I'm like, Carrie is dead. 
what do you think would happen to you? And he said, I hope I would be in heaven. And I said, okay, so you believe that there's a heaven? He said, yeah, I sure do. And I asked him, I said, do you believe that there could be a hell? He said, well, yeah. And I said, if you, I said, where would you want to spend your eternity in heaven or hell? And he said, heaven. So I thought this would be a good place to inject a little humor, right? And I said, Carrie, man, I just met you, but I can tell that you are a smart man. Anyone who chooses heaven over hell, they're a smart, intelligent person. (laughs) Right. We started laughing. And I said, if you can know beyond a doubt how you can get to heaven right this very second, would you want to know that path? And he said, yeah. So I simply shared with him the gospel message, the good news. I asked him, hey, do you believe you're a sinner? He said, yeah. I said, do you believe that God is real? He said, yes. I said, do you believe that you're going to die from this life? You know, one day he said, yes. And I said, well, you already told me that you believed in heaven, in hell. You know, you said that you wanted to spend your eternity in heaven. I said, have you ever heard of Jesus dying on the cross to forgive you of your sins? He said, yes, I've heard of that. I asked him, well, do you believe that? He said, yes. And I said, you know what? I said, Carrie, I don't want you to think that Jesus only died to forgive you of your sins. It's also important. God wants you to know this. And I want you to know this, that Jesus literally died to demonstrate his love for you. That's right. And I let that just kind of soak in and I watched his reaction. And he said, you don't know the type of person I am. And I asked him, I said, tell me about some of the things that you've done in your life. Tell me about the type of person that you're, you're, you're claiming to be. Tell me about some of the bad things that he's done in his life, the sins that he committed. And I told him, I said, you know what? That's exactly why Jesus died for you. He offers forgiveness from those sins. And then I said, in fact, in the scripture, it says, but God commendeth his love towards you. And I said, Carrie, listen to this. I said, God commends his love toward you and that while you are yet a sinner, Christ died for your sins. I said, man, Carrie, he knows all the good about you. He knows all the bad and all the ugly. And I said, that's why he gave his life for you. And that's why he demonstrated his love to you to offer you forgiveness. He wants to be in a relationship with you. He wants you to be in heaven for an eternity. And he wants you to live your life for him on this earth. Then I, I went over those things again with him. I asked him, I said, do you believe in all these things? And he said, yes, I do. And I said, Carrie, listen to this. I said, this could be the best thing your ears have ever heard. The scripture says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I said, man, when you believe in all those things we're we're speaking of, you say a prayer, you invite Jesus to come into your heart. You invite him to come and take over your life. And I said, Would you like to say this prayer? Now, Philip, remember, we're in front of Love's Travel Stop. That's what I was going to say. I was fixing to ask you that is that. So you're on like the sidewalk right out there in front of the like in front of the doors where you go in, where everybody I mean, anybody can be walking by you right now. You're not right. 
No, we're right by the front entrance of Love's Travel Stop. And this wasn't a small one. This one happened to be a big one. You know, we're right by the front doors. We're right by the ice machine. And it's like Tom stopped. You know, Tom stood still while we're having our conversation. And this is a good word right here at this moment. You, You don't anywhere. You don't have to hide. You don't have to. I mean, th- you're right there in the middle of the crowd, people walking by. And, and when God's in it, you go, you go with it. I yes. mean, you don't, there, there's not a special, it doesn't have to be a light from the sky. I mean, you were just being faithful, sharing the word of God, sharing God's truth right there in that moment. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's a good word. We got to remember that's a good word for everybody. It does, you know, anywhere, anytime, any place when God's in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good word. And I, I want to say this about Carrie. Carrie was bold. I mean, we're in front of the uh, front door of Love's Travel Stop, and he allowed me the opportunity to share the gospel. And he wasn't really that worried about other people, you know, hearing the conversation. He was just so immersed in listening to the gospel message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome, man. All right. So what's next? What happened then? All right. So he said the prayer and I led him in a prayer, the salvation prayer. And right there again, in front of love's travel stop, he didn't hesitate. All right. Said the prayer. And then one thing I wanted to do at that point and the prayer is basically this. I led him in a prayer. I said, Hey, you know what, Carrie? And I, I asked him permission. I said, Hey man, can I put my, can I put my hand on your shoulder as I lead you in prayer? He said, yeah. And so I put my hand on his shoulder and I just said, hey, man, you're going to repeat after me. And I led him in a prayer. I said, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. And he's repeating after me. Come into my heart. Take over my life. Make me brand new. Jesus, I believe you died for me on the cross. That you rose again, coming back to life three days later. And I accept you as my savior. And then, you know, I knew that he was having a hard, you know, he was at a rough point in his life. So I added this to the prayer. And God, you know my life. You know my struggles. You know my pain. Help me. Empower me to live the life that you created me to live. Amen. And help empower me to reach other people for you. And then, you know, we pray that in the name of Jesus. And then after that, I wanted to show him. I like to show people, you know, I took out my phone. I I like to show them God's word. Because up to that point in our conversation, I was repeating scripture. I was telling him it was scripture. But I wanted to, I wanted his eyes to see the actual words of what the Bible says. So I said, Carrie, you know what? I showed him my phone. I said, this is a digital app. It's got my Bible on here. And it said, I want you to read something for me. I said, are you cool with that? I said, I'm going to show you two scriptures. Will you read them out loud for me? Would you do that? Not, not everyone does that. Some people will do it. Hey, if he were to say, no, I don't want to read it, I would, I would read it for him. But he said that, you know, he would read it. And I took him to Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. And he read, 
And it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. And then I asked Carrie, I said, hey, what does that mean to you, man? He goes, that's exactly what, what I just did. Yeah. And I said, exactly. And I said, one thing God wants you to know is that he wants you to have 100% assurance that you made the one and only decision to make Jesus your savior. And the next thing I told him is, man, you've got a next step. Here's your next step. And one thing I'm learning from you, Philip, is follow-up is key. Now, I've always known that, but I've never had more of an emphasis on that when it comes to me outside of the church witnessing like I'm doing, you know, like I was doing with Carrie, right? After listening to your podcast episodes on follow, follow, following up, I now take a copy of a Bible with me everywhere I go. And this book called um, Begin, Bob Franklis. You know, it explained, yeah, it explains the first steps of your journey with Jesus. And so I give everyone that I lead to Jesus. If if I'm at a place that I have my Bible and the begin book, I'll give them a copy of the Bible and the begin book. I'll take them immediately to chapter five is a chapter that speaks about what baptism is. I'll let Carrie know. I said, this is your next step. Your next step is to get baptized. I asked him if he's in a Bible-believing church. He wasn't. I said, you need to get connected to a Bible-believing church immediately. Yeah. Take this book and tell the pastor or anyone at the church that you just gave your life to Jesus and that you need to be baptized. That's your next mm-hmm. step. Awesome, man. Dude, that is, that's incredible. Yeah. That's exactly what we're saying. I mean, it's just so important to get people positioned for success. And, and you did. it sounds like you did exactly that. And uh, that's awesome. What a great example. Yeah, I'm so thankful God opened up that opportunity for me. And it was just an amazing experience. You know, I took a picture of Carrie. I'm going to tell you what, that, that brother had a, a big smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, hey, he just won the, 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 the lottery, the real lottery, <laughs> eternal life lottery, and that Jesus had paid for him. And that's awesome. Amen. You said it, brother. You said it. Well, hey, we are... Now, we're at 20 minutes, and we have only covered one of these awesome God encounters. So here's what I want, I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Would you be willing to come back and let's have, let's continue this? Because, so, I mean, I'm telling you, these stories are inspiring and encouraging, God-glorifying. Would you be willing to come back and share more? Absolutely. A hey, Philip, it would be an honor. Well, hey, I'm going to take you up on it. So let's let's do this uh, as we conclude love's truck stop. Jesus is there. The Holy Spirit is convicting at love's truck. I mean, just don't miss that. The Holy Spirit is convicting right there, right there by the front doors. But God's working and uh, and you've inspired me with that. But before we go, where can in the meantime, where can these people find you? Where can these people listen to the podcast, find you, know more about you and your ministry? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking that. So you can find me, just look for Evangelism on Fire podcast. It's on every podcast platform. So search for Evangelism on Fire podcast. And again, that podcast is to empower and coach all Christ followers 
to, you know, really learn about what the Great Commission is and how to learn how to share the gospel message. You know, there's so many people, so many Christians, they want to share the gospel message. They just don't know how. So that's the reason I started this podcast. You can go to my website, evangelismonfire.com. That's evangelismonfire.com. And maybe you want to get more involved in helping me and my Evangelism on Fire team in our outreaches. You can go to our website. Just look at our website. And if you want to help out with our outreach ministry, just go to our website, click the donate button. And you know what? You can give as little as a dollar to help us reach people with the gospel message. And that will help them get resources that we give them like Bibles, like begin books. Also, we do a lot of homeless ministry and we just put together like next step packs for people who need food, resources after we lead them to Jesus. If you want to be a part of that, feel free to help us out. And then if you need a Bible, if you need a begin book, just go to our website and the homepage, scroll to the bottom in the comments section. There's some people that are going to be listening right now. They're going to be thinking, hey, I just gave my life to Jesus, but I haven't gotten a free Bible. I haven't gotten this begin book. Just leave me your information. We will make sure, Philip and I will make sure we get you those free resources so you can begin your next steps with Jesus Christ and you can have success in your relationship with Jesus right from the beginning. So that's that's how you can find me. That's awesome, man. And I just want to say one other thing. If you... What about the Facebook group? Facebook group, yes. You can find me on Facebook, Evangelism on Fire podcast Facebook group. And if that's something you want to be a part of, just search and just uh, give me a notification that you want to join the group and I'll accept that notification. I would love for you to be a part of our group. If you want to be evangelistic minded, you've got to be around other people who are thinking evangelism. So that group will keep you up to date on all things evangelism and all of the people that we reach, myself and my team members, reach by sharing the gospel message with other people. So, yeah, I love to have you join my group. Awesome. Well, hey, I think there's uh, there's no better way than praying us out. And I just want to ask if you'd be willing to to pray us out today and pray for all those that are listening and everything that was said. And uh, we'll, we'll conclude this one and look forward to the next one. Yeah. Awesome. That would it'd be my honor to pray us out for the day. So everyone, please join me in prayer. Father, I come to you and I just want to thank you for this time. I, I lift up all the listeners, father, who are listening right this second. Father, I ask that they have people in their hearts that they know that are far away from you. And God, I just ask right now that they will say out loud those names, the names of their family members, their friends, that they will speak out loud at least five names that they know that need to come to Jesus as their Savior. And that God, as I'm praying now, that you will send someone to those people, Father, that they're speaking their names and that God, we trust in you that you will send someone 
to share the gospel message with them. That God, you will work through people to get the gospel message to them so they can hear about the greatest hope in the world, the hope of Jesus Christ. And we pray, God, that they will receive Jesus as their Savior. So, Father, they will have the most ultimate hope in their lives. And, Father, we trust in you to send the right people at the right time to get the gospel message to their people that they just named. And, God, we look forward to hearing just the positive testimonies of people and their family, their friends, their coworkers getting saved, God. And we completely put our trust in you to make that happen. And we thank you. And I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation so share a review on apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most and if no one has told you lately god loves you i love you you matter and you have divine purpose now it's time to go out there and share the boom the gospel message with others make sure to join me for our next episode